Hello and welcome to Journey to Organization. I'm Rebecca Saltzman from Balagan Begone Personal Organization. This is episode 44 and I can't believe it. It's it's almost a year since I started doing this and um, it's been pretty amazing. And this week I got some pretty amazing phone calls. I'm going to do my best to get to them all. I can't make any promises though. <laughs> but what I will say is this. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm still a little sick. So just bear with me from the coughs and the uh, sniffles because I'm doing the best I can. Uh, <laughs> I'm sitting here in the car waiting for my son to finish his hug, uh, and so I had some free time and I wanted to make sure that I got a recording out to all of you because I know um, a lot of you really look forward to it and um, I'm excited to um, to talk to you all. So a lady called me, didn't leave her name, and she told me, it's 10 weeks till Pesach, not 15, and it's true. I was just doing math in my head, which I should never, ever do because it's not my strong point. Um, she said she's getting excited to get ready for Pesach, and she's going to declutter. But she said to me something about hoarding, which she says that people feel security in their stuff. It's not that they're happy per se. It's just that they worry that they'll need the stuff, and knowing that they're always prepared will is the reason why they're hoarding and there's very different levels of hoarding well what you say what you're saying mystery lady is true um <coughs> people hoard things because hoard and i use that in the lo loosest term hoarding means they keep more than they should it also means you know they keep tons and tons of trash there's very different levels of hoarding but here's the thing when we hold on to things because we may need them um, and when we accumulate things because we may need them, I mean, it's one thing if you already have them in your house, but to purchase just because you might need it, it might come in handy. That is, in my opinion, a really significant lack of emuna that Hashem will provide for you what you need. And in my mind, that's the biggest problem with the scenario. Not so much that you're hoarding, although that is a, uh, a problem. What I want to say, though, is this. Organization cannot be the endless process of putting, storing things in storage bins. It just can't be. I'm not saying that bins aren't necessary for some, you know, organizational tasks. They very much are. However, that being said, um, they shouldn't be the first thing you go out and buy before you even ever organize. Now, I've said this before, but it's really important that it sinks into everybody. Organization cannot be about the endless, you know, containing of stuff. It has to be about reducing your stuff and maintaining the reduction, being happy with what you have and understanding that living with less is part of living an organized life, but it also means having emuna in Hashem. So um, I hear, I understand why people hoard. I very much do. And it's a very terrible um, affliction to have. Uh, but nevertheless, it is something that we can definitely work on. Okay. Um, Razy called and she says she's enjoying the challenges, but she didn't really keep track of how much stuff she got rid of. That's totally okay. As long as you're doing the mini pickups. Um, I'm glad that someone called me about the mini pickups, by the way. So thank you, Razy. Um, she says to help her organize, she um, recycles these 
plastic pickle jars that have a really large opening. She stores all sorts of things in them. Um, she washes them in the dishwasher to get rid of the smell. She wasn't sure if anything else could get out the smell, but I suggest if you soak it in a little baking soda, like a paste of baking soda, rinse it out with that, and then pour a little vinegar in it to swish it around, that should probably remove the smell. Okay. Hannah from Lakewood did... <coughs> Excuse me. Hannah from Lakewood did the 30-minute prep uh, pickup. I'm sorry. And she didn't get through the whole house on the first time. And that's okay. But what I love about this phone call was that Hannah went ahead and did the second night. And she got 16 items. And she got better at it. And she could do it faster. And it felt really good for her. So I'm so glad, Hannah. Please keep up... Um, the good work and keep us apprised of your uh, progress. Okay, Zisi called. She said she's starting with Pesach, just as I said, and she's calling it spring cleaning. Spring cleaning, le kavod Pesach. Um, and she's just organizing and getting rid of everything. And I really, really actually like that. I always say Pesach cleaning is not spring cleaning, but I love the spring cleaning, le kavod Pesach. I think it's really important for us to remember um that Pesach cleaning is not spring cleaning. We don't need to wash the windows. There are no chametz on our windows. I mean, really, <laughs> there just aren't. And there are no, I mean, tell me an example of when you found chametz in your windows. Um, there are no chametz, you know, in our bathroom, except for something that might, a product that might contain chametz, but those are that's a lot different than actual like Cheerios in the bathroom floor. There are, or maybe in your house, there are Cheerios on the bathroom floor. I don't know. But um, there's like people don't sit in their closets and eat in the back of their closets. Cleaning out your closet isn't necessarily gonna, you know, have chametz in it. Um, your linen closet probably doesn't have chametz in it and all of your towels go in clean. So they've been laundered against any issues. So if you want to refresh them because they've been in your closet too long, then you have too many towels. That's the first thing. But if you do want to refresh them before Yom Tov, okay, but, and here's a big but, um, you, <laughs> you first of all have to do it, but you don't have to do it because if you put it away clean, there's no chametz in it. And Nobody is going through your closet dragging through the chametz. Besides for that, I would venture to say that almost everybody listening sells their chametz. And so the crumbs, they're, you know, bottle anyways. So you all need to do what you feel comfortable doing in terms of cleaning. But just remember that when you pace yourself and start organizing things in advance and decluttering, that will make Pesach cleaning go faster. So for example... If you're really reducing the amount of toys you have, then when you're ready to tidy up the playroom right before Yantiv, it's going to be a breeze to make sure that there's no chametz on the floor and the carpet and that kind of stuff. I remember when I was a kid, my mom always used to be like, like she would start preparing for Pesach weeks in advance and then she would yell at us if we went anywhere in the house with food. And she was like, where are you going with that? And we're like downstairs and she'd be like, no, you aren't because I already cleaned there for Pesach. If you want to eat, you can eat in the kitchen or in the dining room. <laughs> so, I mean, it's a very real, <laughs> it's a very like impounded thing in my brain to like, 
prepare for Pesach early and I am down with that. But let's differentiate cleaning our houses for the spring and decluttering from what is absolutely mandatory for getting ready for Pesach. Okay, the lady from Montreal called me back and she said she was asking about how to organize papers, bills, receipts, excuse me, credit card receipts, uh, thank you cards, all kinds of papers. I've talked about papers in the past. I did it a few weeks ago, actually, but I'll quickly say this again about papers. End of year statements should be saved until you do your tax returns. Tax returns need to be saved for seven years. Credit card receipts or receipts from purchases should be kept as long as you have a warranty on the item. After that, there's no point in keeping them because you won't be able to um, invoke the warranty anymore. Um, thank you cards. I don't know why you're keeping those. After 120 years, when you die, your kids are not going to thank you <laughs> for keeping those things. And they're just going to be mad that they have to throw them all out and that they have to take the emotional, um, energy to sort through all of them. Unless you really have like these amazing, um, <sighs> correspondences with people it's really not worth keeping you know just blanket thank you cards put them in the recycling bin and move on um recipes i've said this before i use plastic photo albums and i separate them by meat dairy parv and desserts and um, i use different colors for each one red for meat blue for dairy etc etc and they're in like these plastic sleeves so the recipes get um they get protected and I can wipe them off if they get splattered on. Other people like longer pages of recipes and they use binders with um, plastic sleeves. That's fine too. Whatever works for you is fine. Um, but I find that those two methods are really the easiest. And then you can organize them by category um, inside. Okay. Um, okay. This call from SD made me so happy, Esty. Thank you so much. You really made my day. I'll tell you what Esty said. She said her husband just finished learning in a sefer about um, Baal Tashkid. First of all, um, Esty, please find out the source that you're, the, the sefer your husband was learning. I would love to hear his source. Um, if you could call me back and tell me that, I would really appreciate that. He finished learning the sefer and he um, came home and says to Esty that you know, he had no idea that Baal Tashlit was like a real thing. <laughs> and, you know, Esti is always like, I listen to Rebecca and she and I'm always super conscious of all these things. And all of a sudden it finally clicked for him. And uh, when he was thirsty, he took out a ceramic coffee mud instead of paper. And I, w I just I love that story. I think what might have helped, Esty, is that your attitude towards reducing your waste sort of allowed him to hear better, hear in quotes, you know, because obviously he was reading uh, from the Sefer, but to hear what the Sefer had to say to him in a more real way, because he's been exposed to this idea now and he understands that Baltashlid is a real thing. So when he saw it in the black and the white, it was a lot easier for him to accept. Um, so please tell me um, what it is, because I would love 
to know what inspired him. So she also said that she's getting ready for Pesach and it's so much easier because she has less and it feels so freeing when she goes shopping because she can imagine everything she has in her closet and she knows exactly what she needs and and it's so easy to pick out the items that are missing from her closet because she can imagine, sure, this skirt goes with this um, shirt and I really know and I don't need that or I do need that. And it's so much easier to get what she needs because she already knows what she has. So that's a great bonus. She also told me about Shackley's. Well, I actually use Shackley's in my house. I really love Shackley's. If there are any ladies here who sell Shackley's, please call me and leave me your number and I will leave your number for the whole group because I think I would love to give you the business and um, I would love for ladies to start buying Shackley's. Um, they make a few lines of things. I really love their concentrate cleaner. Um, it's, um, it lasts like a really long time. You only need a very little bit to, to clean with. You dilute it with water and it's amazing and we love it and we've had it for years. So if anybody sells Shackley's, please let me know. She also asked me a question, which was, she has a problem storing her jewelry. Now, I don't keep a lot of jewelry. I have very, very few pieces. And um, what I do is I keep it in a, I keep a few of the very precious things in, in their original boxes, but only like two things. And I keep everything else, which isn't a lot, <laughs> um, in a, a, a square jewelry roll. So it's not really a roll, it's more like an envelope. And it holds everything I need, and I really like it. It holds about 10 pairs of stud earrings, and it has a little, little slots for necklaces and a cushion for the rings. And it's a really good, um, it's a really good, piece um i got that one at target but stephanie johnson also makes you can if you shop online stephanie johnson is a great um <sighs> maker of bags i really like her bags a lot um this one was from target it's lasted me it's good when i pack i just throw it all in my suitcase it's all neat and ready to go and i never have to worry about it and i mean i think keeping minimal jewelry is part of not wasting um, because how much jewelry do you really need? And to me, the headache of the jewelry is a lot because you're always worried about, will you lose it and will it get damaged and all this stuff? And I just really think that, but Derek having less jewelry gives you a little bit more peace of mind. Okay. Next. So thanks again for calling SD. Um, you made my day. Okay. Esther called and said she likes to save money so she takes hand-me-downs but it's so much clutter and she hates it she so what should she do how should she save it Esther you should only save the very best things and get rid of the rest there's no need to store what you won't what you won't use Pick a number however much the number is 7 10 12 items that your kids need um, per category, shirts, pants, you know, whatever that your kids will need for the season and keep only that. And if you need something else, like what happened in the story you related to me, Hashem will always give it to you. Or you can ask a friend and he'll make sure that they have it. It will always find its way to you if you truly need it. She told me that she's not really um, a zero waster, but I actually think that this tip that she gave me, which I've never thought of and which is a great tip, exemplifies zero waste. So the tip was that um, 
If you have boys' pants, let's say, for example, that especially if the knees got damaged and it's a size that fits the boys right now, cut them, hem them, and make them into shorts. What a fabulous idea. It, it's amazing. That's such a great way to save. You won't need to buy shorts for the, um, for the spring. Um, I don't know. I live in Israel. My boys still wear shorts whenever they can, <laughs> even though it's a little bit rainy here. They're like, yeah, we want to wear shorts. So I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, have to fight the battles that I know I can win. Um, or the same thing with shirts, dress shirts in the, in the uh, long sleeve ones. You can cut them and make them into short sleeve ones. And it's a really great, great tip because, and she pointed this out to me, and this is so true. You never know what the next kid, what their size will be, if they'll be able to use their, that stuff that you already have in season. And it's better to use it up now than to save it for the next kid. I 100% agree with that. Um, the other thing about kids, other kids, is that one kid might be a little chunky and the next kid might be a little skinnier. And like my oldest and my youngest boy um, are pretty close in age. So I used to save stuff in between. But my older boy was a little bit fatter than my younger boy. And my younger boy was also taller. And so most of the stuff that I had saved didn't really didn't fit <laughs> or at least didn't fit for very long and I didn't get as much use out of it as I probably could have but Lona Rod's done I'm not saving anything because now they're the same size but this is a great tip and I actually think Esther you are zero waste so call a kavod for that great tip um, something that I do is I make my boys here in Israel it's cold and the way to combat the cold buildings is to wear layers so I don't buy them school shirts for the summer for the winter time I make them wear like their regular long sleeve shirts that they have like for during the week, whatever to change into. They wear that with um, their semel, their school shirts on top, their short sleeve school shirts. This way they get a lot more mileage out of the short sleeve shirts. Okay. A lady from Brooklyn called. She's trying really hard to declutter and made a lot of progress and every week does stuff. Um, she told me she takes her stuff to a place called the Chesed Center and they have them in a few places all over Brooklyn. Um, but her problem is that she can't control the paperwork. She tried a loose leaf and other things, but it's just left in a pile of papers and every Friday it all gets dumped into a cabinet and it's taking over her life. Her papers are her mental block. So she also asked what to do about a phone book because she tried a notebook and it's very hard and she doesn't use a smartphone. Also, uh, no matter how on top of the situation, oh, but this is toys. Um, so let me go, let me deal with the papers first and then I'll deal with the toys. Regarding the phone book, um, I know a lot of ladies don't want to use a smartphone at all and that's fine but what about a smartphone that has no connectivity so an old phone that still has access to the features of the address book but you don't use any of the features on it because it's not hooked up to a phone plan um, I don't know if that might be an option they don't really sell any more electronic phone books that are not part of um, personal uh, devices like cell phones um, but it could be worth it to try like an old cell phone that you don't use for anything else um, if that's an option. If it's not an option, then um, 
I'm out of ideas. <laughs> so if anybody has a good system for the phone book that they, for, you know, your address book that you use, please let me know. She said that using different pages alphabetized doesn't help her because she lists entries um, and she can't remember how to look them up. So I'm not sure what kind of entry you're looking for, but I think whenever you um, put in an entry, you should put it under the type of service that it is. Um, so for example, if you are looking for a radiologist, let's say, no matter who referred it to you or what the doctor's name is, you could put it under radiologist. Or if you wanted to even make it more broad, you could just put it under D for doctor and store all of your doctors in D for doctor. So for example, when I get a contact from somebody, I also don't remember who it is, but because I use a smartphone, um, I can type, I always save my entries as, you know, doctor, or I save it as radiologist or gynecologist or pediatrician or whatever. This way, when I'm searching through the phone, if I don't remember the referral, I'll at least remember what kind of doctor that I'm looking for. So I'll be able to, you know, find what I'm looking for. The advantage to the smartphone is that it has a search feature. So I can write all these triggers into the, um, into the entry and it will search for me because it is able to look through everything. But if you're not sure exactly how you're going to be able to find it, write it down in more than one place. Who cares? It's your book. You can use it however you want. Papers in general, though, is an issue and you have to be vigilant against papers. And that's, that takes a lot of effort. Um, I'm not going to lie. It does take effort to be vigilant against papers. Just stop them from coming in. Put a recycling bin by the front door. Tell your kids to drop everything in there. The other thing that you need to do, and ladies, this is true with all areas of organization that are holding you up, is um, please dedicate time every single day. 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever you can at a kavua time, at a set time, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, 1030 in the morning, in the afternoon, whenever, I don't care when it is, get your husband, if you can, to say, we are having a date for 10 minutes at 9.15 till 9.25, and we are going to clean up as much as we can in the kitchen, and tomorrow night, we are going to clean up as much as we can in the living room, and the night after that, and every night, maybe maybe spend 20 minutes instead of 10. That's better. You can get a lot more done in 20 minutes, but the two of you sit there, and for 20 minutes, you focus, it's such a good way for the two of you to connect. It's a good way for the two of you to see all the things that are, you know, giving you troubles. And it's a good way to be accountable. I have 10 rules of organization, which I don't think I've ever said here. But my very first rule whenever I'm teaching a class is get a partner. I don't care if it's your husband. I don't care if it's a, your girlfriend. I don't care if it's, you know, me, a personal organizer. I don't care who it is. Get someone who is going to make you do it for 20 minutes. Say, I have a date with you for 20 minutes and actually do it because that is what you need. Don't just shove the papers in or if you do shove the papers, make 20 minutes every day to go through the box until you have nothing and just throw all the papers away. If you use a smartphone, 
um, or you use a computer, scan everything that you might need or take a picture of it. Um, and then you can feel a lot more confident about throwing things away. If not, get some hanging file folders and a file hanging box or a file cabinet and put those, file those papers away. Do not wait a long time to file them. This is the problem with everything. The, the problem with the papers is that not only do you have papers coming into the house, but you probably have lots of other things coming into your house, lots of other garbage coming into your house. You need to address all the garbage. That is really, 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 truly what you need to do. Okay, so the next part of your question is toys. Now, it's true what I just said. You clearly have too much stuff. Even though you said to me, your children play with all of your toys. Later on, you said to me, but I had to clean up and I just threw a whole bunch of them in, the, in a box. And then three weeks later, they were still sitting in a box. Then that means your kids are not playing with everything that you have. Okay, so... Don't be so precious with the toys. Get rid of the toys that aren't being used. Go through them with the kids. Your kids are going to tell you which toys they like. Make each of them, give each of them a safety card, like two safety cards even, where if one kid wants to throw out a toy, another kid can save it with their safety card, but they can only do that twice. And this way, if one kid wants to throw out something that another kid likes, at least they have some reprieve. But from what I understand, if the toys are a problem and the papers are a problem, then these aren't the only two areas in your life that are a problem. You probably have more problems that you just don't realize are problems at this point. And you need to reduce everything in your house. Okay. Um, the other thing is, is if you're having trouble, then this is for everybody. Um... If you're having trouble getting organized, get a partner. And if you can't do this while your kids are sleeping, then get a babysitter to help you during the day. If you don't do self-care, if you don't spend a little money to get this in order, it's going to cost you a lot more money down the line, either with your health, God forbid, or with that there will be more clutter or I don't know, any number of things could happen, but if you don't take care of this problem, I guarantee you it will only get worse. So spend the money now if you need to and get help because you cannot go on living that way. Your mind is too cluttered for you to deal with this on your own. Get your husband, get a friend. You can even do a swap with a friend. Say, please, you come to my house for three hours and then I'll go to your house for three hours. Get a babysitter and do that because this is important for your mental health. And I cannot stress that enough. Ladies, I guarantee you that 75% of you do not take good enough care of yourselves. If you don't take care of yourself, you cannot take care of your family. If your house is not organized and you're always under the gun trying to get organized, your family is suffering too. Spend the money and take care of yourself. Okay, now I got another lady who called and says she's making Pesach for the first time and she's excited for tips. Um, she asked if there are any other foods that are kidney oat snacks. Um, <coughs> actually, <coughs> my kids love sushi, so <coughs> excuse me. Sushi is a great snack for, kid for uh, kidney oats. 
there's usually nothing chametz in the in the in the sushi. Um, it's my kids love to eat it just as a snack, so I'm more willing before Pesach to buy lots of sushi. Um, any cereals made from rice, um, if they don't have wheat from in them, are are really kidneyot. Even though they don't have a kosher for Pesach symbol on them, they're a lot less dangerous. Um, most things that are gluten free are going to be okay to eat as snacks because they don't contain chametz in them because they have to be in order to be gluten-free. So you might want to switch to some gluten-free snacks. Even again, I'm not saying these are kosher for Pesach. What I'm saying is, is that they won't have any chametz in them. They might have trace amounts of chametz for, you know, Pesach purposes in terms of eating them, but most likely they don't because they can't be certified gluten-free if they have that. And so getting gluten-free snacks will probably be also a really great idea. Um, I started, um, I usually started the week before Pesach because the kids are off from school, so they're home. But, you know, you can implement it whenever you feel like, you know, you don't want them tracking stuff all around your house. Um, for, okay, so then she said to me, you know, where, where, where do I start? So remember that, you know, spring cleaning is not Pesach cleaning and Pesach cleaning is not spring cleaning. So, but it's okay to do a spring cleaning. So I would start with the areas that are spring cleaning-ish, like start with the windows. Um, it may be a little bit early to do the windows because they're still grimy from bad weather, but um, for sure, clothing closets, linen closets are great to organize and declutter now because there really is no chametz in those areas. I mean, you have to have pretty crazy kids to have chametz in those areas. Um, the guest room is a good place to start to start decluttering and uh, reducing in. Um, also, the um, any closets basically are the best place to start. Bookshelves are a good place to start. Toy rooms are a good place to start. You may have to do them again, but at least declutter and take a second pass. That will be um, really, really helpful. Um, the good thing about doing even an area that, you know, has to be chametz free, like the kitchen, uh, organizing an area like the kitchen first, is that when you do that, you um, make the cleanup right before Yantif much faster. So if you clean out all the, you know, yucky food and start using up the food before Pesach, that's another thing that I do a lot. I empty out my, my, uh, <laughs> my pantry. I, I try to use up everything that I can so that I have very little chametz to sell, but also because I like to start fresh right after Pesach <coughs> so that you know, I sort of know that nothing in my house is really older than, you know, one year old. So that's another really great tip that I love is clear out the food. This also helps because then you have a place to store Pesach food in your pantry because you have empty shelves. So try to use up. I understand there's like a need to, you know, hoard your food, but it's okay to use it up and then replenish after Pesach. Um, okay. 
another lady called me and asked me not to use her name and she said she's really adapting the Hashem keeps me organized as a mantra um, and it's really really helping her she's also purchased some dishes and her husband is going to help her get organized and um, that's amazing. I'm really glad that you're making progress on reducing your waste. I'm really glad that your husband's going to help you get organized. I'm so, so happy to hear that. It's really, really amazing and great and fabulous. And kola kavod. Good for you. Okay. Um, <laughs> Esti called me one more time and she said she's not exactly doing the mini challenge, but for 20 minutes she goes through each room and it's going slowly but she's actually making a lot of progress so kola kavod to esti um okay ladies please call me with your best pesach tips so we can start to share and um i'm excited to have everyone getting ready for pesach this week i would really like you to please go and buy a um a notebook. What I would really like is that if it's a loose leaf notebook, and I'll tell you why, because I'm going to teach you how to make <coughs> a Yom Tov notebook. This means, and um, for those of you who have been listening to me for a while, you've heard me talk about this before. If you use the computer, great. <laughs> send me an email and I will send you my spreadsheets. If you don't use the computer, then that's okay too. Get a loose leaf and um, what we're gonna do is we're gonna make a chart and I will walk you through how to make the charts and um, then you'll be prepared and I want you to have something to look forward to. So um, again, if you do use the internet, then please send me an email, Rebecca, R-E-B-E-K-A-H, at Balagan, B-A-L-A-G-A-N-B-E-G-O-N-E, balaganbegone.com and I'll send you my Pesach workbook. If you aren't using the computer, then I'll walk you through. But the advantage to using a spreadsheet is that you can copy and paste them from year to year, and it's a lot easier. There's a lot less um, work that goes into it, but, um, and it's dynamic, so it changes with you um, versus doing it on paper. Plus, with the paper, you have to store it, and it could get ruined. And So if you do use the computer, please, let's do this on the computer. If not, I will walk you through um, how to make a Yom Tov workbook and um, you'll be able to use it from year to year and you'll be able to transfer the idea from Chag to Chag. So, um, you know, that's what we're going to do next week. Okay, ladies, as always, feel free to leave me a voicemail or send me an email to let me know your questions. I am here to answer them for you. Um, <coughs> excuse me. I'm so sorry. Um, and I want you all to remember Hashem keeps me organized. Repeat it to yourself. Sorry. Repeat it to yourself until you believe it um, over and over and over and over again. Eventually, it will feel like it's true. It will feel that you are organized because that is Hashem's will. So um, just repeat it to yourself and keep me posted on your organizational triumphs and successes. And SD, if you're listening, please tell your husband to give me the source. I would love it. Okay, everybody, have a great week and I'll speak to you all soon.